Life Spring number 128, Cosmic Bully or Cuddly Teddy Bear? Lima, Sierra, cabin crew prepare for immediate departure. Quiet on the set. Quiet, people. In three, roll tape. Two, rolling. One. Hey, how you doing? Live from our studio. <laughs> and now your host. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes, I am your host. Who am I? Well, I'm Steve Webb. You know, Jesus said, whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. It doesn't matter where you're at, and it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your age, your sex, or your station in life. Jesus says this, who do you say that I am? Life springs about answering that question and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life this very day. Welcome to LifeSpring. I'm glad you're here. I'm really glad you're here. Keep those earbuds in, my friend, or (laughs) if if the case is that uh, you've got your satellite receiver pointed toward that bird in the sky, keep it there. Got a great show today. Welcome to the award-winning LifeSpring. It is so very good to have you here. Hey, quick, before the show's over, call a friend. And tell them to tune in. Now, of course, that's just for our serious satellite friends, but if you're listening to this on your computer or on your iPod or your cell phone or a tin cup and a string, have your friends download the show so you can listen together. After all, this is a podcast. Anytime, anywhere, anyhow you want to listen. My main point is this, my friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend right now that you're listening to LifeSpring. As I said, we got a great show today. Something about God. Hey, there's a surprise, huh? We're going to also talk about uh, blah blah. We're going to talk about a podcast of the week and a website of the week. And we're going to talk about another round of technical disasters here at the LifeSpring HQ. <laughs> so, let us get started with a great song from A lady by the name of Lene, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. It's Danish. She has a Danish name. Lene Norlike, or something like that. Anyway, it's a great song, that much I know. And so we're going to get started with Lene. Here we go. Sweet the sound 
Believer, yeah, she's uh, she's got some excitement there. So that's that's what you call celebratory music. Well, hey, you know we're having a contest around here. Did you hear? What I'd like you to do is write a theme song for the show, and if yours is the winning submission, you're going to win valuable prizes. <laughs> I'm still lining up some sponsors, so I can't talk about specifics yet. But I'll make it worth your time and creative effort. I know there's some creative people out there. And uh, so I'd like you to uh, take some of that creation uh, talent that you have and craft a theme song for the show. Something that, that, you know, talks about what the LifeSpring show is all about, what people can expect uh, when they listen. Make it something exciting. Make it something great. Use your imagination. Use the talent that God gave you. And send your submission to steve.lifespring at gmail.com. I can't wait to hear what you come up with. Something that really catches the tone and the purpose of the show. Okay? So let's see what you can come up with. Put on your thinking caps. You know, one of the things that my family tries to do each morning is have a few minutes of Bible reading and prayer before the boys go off to school and the lovely lady Leanne and I get into our work. Doesn't happen all the time. Doesn't happen nearly as often as I'd like it to, but that's what we try to do anyway. Today, the book we were using as a guide took us to the book of Judges. 
in the Old Testament. Now here's a little bit of background uh, for those that are kind of new to this stuff. Long time ago in what is now somewhere in the Middle East, God made a promise to a guy by the name of Abraham. Now Abe was nearly 100 years old at the time and his wife Sarah was only a few years behind him. They wanted kids, but they were never able to have any. And they, pray, they prayed about it a lot. Well, God heard their prayers. And because God liked what he saw in Abraham, he promised that not only would he give Abraham and his wife Sarah a son, but that from him would come a great nation. God promised a certain area of land to that nation. That nation and those people became known as the Israelites or the Jews. Well, over several generations, the promise was fulfilled, but because Abraham's descendants did not follow God's teachings and laws, God made other promises with the people, and most of them had stipulations attached. God said, if you do this, then I will do that. But if you do not do this, I will not do that. And instead, this other thing will happen to you. Well, this morning, the chapters that we read talked about how God brought certain parts of the promised land into the possession of the Israelites, but not all. You see, the lands that God gave to the Israelites belonged to other people. And the Israelites had to take those lands by force. You say, Steve, what's up with that? If those people were there first, they have a right to the land. What gives them the right to go in and wage war against the original owners? Well, you have to understand that in most cases, God was using the Israelites to bring his judgment on some very, very wicked, wicked people. I don't have time to go into the entire history here, But know that God, being God, has the right to bring judgment on those who need it. Pretty much any way he sees fit. He's God, after all. Now, before you go off in a huff (laughs) at that last statement, let me encourage you to keep listening. I think you'll be okay with this in just a few minutes, okay? So, don't get mad and go away. Ah, I knew that was God. No, don't do that. So, back to today's reading that I had with the family. Some of the lands God gave to the Israelites great victories in their battles. Miraculous victories where they were badly outnumbered, but they completely routed their enemies. God gave them miraculous victories. But in some other areas, God did not give them a victory. And the reason was that the Israelites were not following the law of the Lord at all times. He used their enemies to bring discipline and judgment on them too. Just like he used the Israelites to bring judgment on some nations, he used other nations to bring judgment on the Israelites. Sometimes the judgment was really harsh, like years and years and years of bondage to those nations. Typically what would happen is that 
there would be a man who would uh, come along, an Israelite, who would point them, the Israelites, to God. And they would follow him. And they would do as the Lord commanded through him. And then God would forgive them, and they would live in peace. The Bible called these men judges. The judge would listen to the Lord and would pass along God's word to the people. But when a good judge would die, typically from old age, then the people would turn away from God. And, they, and the Bible says that they would even be worse than they had been before. And this happened time and time and time again. There would be a righteous judge who loved God. The people would follow the man and God would bless them. Then the good judge would die from old age and the, and the people would forget God and be even worse. And God would allow their enemies to overtake them and conquer them. And then they would finally cry out to God and say, save us. And then God would raise up another righteous judge and then the cycle would repeat itself. And this went on for hundreds and hundreds of years. Well, here's what I get from this. You know, many times people say that the God of the Old Testament was all about judgment and that he was mean and angry, just waiting for people to do something wrong so he could zap them. I've had people say to me more than once that that was true, that the God of the Old Testament was just a mean old guy. They look at the times where God would punish the people or bring judgment and bondage, and they would focus there. That's, that's what they see of the Old Testament. And then these same people often look at God in the New Testament and say that he's all about grace and love and forgiveness. And they only focus on the grace and the forgiveness and the love. That's a lot nicer place to focus, right? They say, that's the God that I want to serve. To me, they look at God as a great big cuddly teddy bear or something. My friend, can I tell you something? Neither of those two pictures is accurate. God is not a big cosmic bully waiting for you to mess up so that he can squash you. And he's not your heavenly get-out-of-jail-free dispenser either. In this Old Testament passage that I've been talking about today from the book of Judges, we see that God forgave the Israelites many times when they would cry out to him and return to him. The God of the Old Testament was a loving God of forgiveness. They would cry out, he would forgive them, and he would bring them peace. Over and over and over and over again this happened. Is that a God of judgment? Is that a mean old guy waiting up there to smack you? And if you look in the New Testament book of Revelation, you see a Jesus who will come and bring judgment on the earth. He'll bring judgment such as you've never as, such as the world has never seen before. Some will say to him, Lord, Lord. And he'll say, I never knew you. And they are going to be tossed into the lake of fire with Satan. Yes, Jesus will do that. So here's the deal. God loves you. 
He has made a way for you to receive forgiveness and love and peace through His Son, Jesus. As I've said before, that way of forgiveness costs God dearly. And if you accept that gift, that's wonderful. Celebrate. God does. The Bible says that when one soul accepts Jesus into his heart, all of heaven celebrates. So that's a good thing. But at the same time, listen, be thankful and be humble before him, knowing that it's not because you're so wonderful that he saved you from the judgment that you so richly deserve. And me too, I'm including myself in this. But also because his love is so incredibly infinite. Be thankful for that. Don't take it for granted. And don't take it lightly. Treasure it. Have awe in your heart and in your mind when you ponder that. And something else you might want to do? Spend a lot of time thanking God for it. Melvin Taylor will turn my whole life around. The other music today on the show, we've still got some more things to cover, but I want to be sure that we get this covered uh, right away because uh, some of you guys are going to be bugging out of here in just a couple of minutes, you guys on the Sirius Satellite Network. 
So that was Melvin Taylor. And the background music I wanted to talk to you a little bit about was uh, Mike Banta. The background music when I was talking, Mike Banta from his album uh, Everlasting. And uh, man, this guy has got some great guitar music. Just fantastic. It's available on iTunes, but check him out at MikeBanta.com. Of course, remember all the 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 the, uh, the songs that I talk about on the show today, uh, and some of the links I'm going to talk about in a few minutes are available at the show notes page at lifespringpodcast.com. And of course, I already talked to you about the opening song, Lene Neuralike with Believer. So check those songs out and support these artists. Uh, you like the stuff you, the, that you hear? Go buy some of their product. You know, they uh, they really don't have to make their music available to us podcasters, but they do, and so. Uh, you know, support these guys, support them. All right, so podcast of the week. You know, this podcast that I'm going to talk about is getting so much press that, uh, you know, there's just no way that I should uh, ignore her any longer. I haven't been ignoring her. I just haven't gotten around to talking about her. But today seems like a really appropriate time to talk about her because she was on the Oprah show this very day, the day that I'm recording. I'm recording this on Monday. And uh, what I'm talking about, of course, is Grammar Girl. Grammar Girl got written up recently in Reader's Digest. She was on Oprah today. She's getting press all over the place. She's been on the front page of iTunes for the longest time. And uh, she does a show where she talks about grammar rules. Now, (laughs) who would have ever guessed that a podcast about grammar would become one of the most popular podcasts in the potosphere, as they say. But uh, Grammar Girl has done it. Uh, Mignon Fogarty is the hostess, and she does a tremendous job, and she just takes uh, and talks about grammar, uh, English grammar, United States English, for the most part, I believe, um, and makes it entertaining and makes it informative, and uh, it's just a short podcast. Uh, Quick and Dirty Tips is, is uh, you know one of the, uh, the subtitles for the show. And she does a fantastic job. So if you're like so many of us and, and you kind of get uh, mixed up on the difference between effect and affect, take a listen. Uh, she talked about that, I think, today on The Oprah Show. I must admit, I don't watch Oprah, but uh, I was uh, looking around on the internets and I saw that uh, she was preparing a lesson on effect and affect. But she's got so many other different uh, subjects that she covers that I really, really highly recommend Grammar Girl, Mignon Fogarty. You can check it out at uh, iTunes, or you can go to her website, which, you know, if I was prepared, I would tell you what the link was, but I don't have that. I will, of course, have that in the show notes as well. Now, website of the week. The lovely lady Leanne and I are talking about taking some dance lessons for fitness sake. Over the past few years, I've... um, I've spent a lot more time behind the computer putting together podcasts than I did the, the previous years, and I've put on a pound or two or ten, and uh, maybe even just a little bit more, and I think that dancing would be a, just a really entertaining and a fun way to kind of get a hold of the, uh, the old weight problem. The older I get, the more difficult it is to take it off, and you know, I am not a runner. I just, I hate running. I've always hated running. I always said that <laughs> if God intended man to run, he would have given us hooves. And uh, since, you know, I'm, well, nope, I don't have hooves on the ends of my legs. I've got feet. So uh, dancing, I think, would be fun. So 
there is this website where I, I saw this really unique dance step today, and I'm not going to say any more than that, but I really, whether or not you have an interest in dance or not, you are going to want to take a look at this link that I'm going to put on the show notes page. I'm just going to call it Dancer, and I want you to go take a look at it, and uh, you know, I'm thinking that, that perhaps that might even be what happens with me once I get into this dance class. So take a look at the link that I'm just going to call Dancer. And so, my good friends, that is the show for this week. A little bit on the short side, but, uh, you know, if you have been listening at all to The Bible Show, you got a little bit of a hint that we had a little bit of a technical disaster here earlier uh, or late in the week last week. Uh, You may have heard me a couple of weeks ago talk about this new external hard drive that I bought. Well, this external hard drive that I had dumped my life onto died. And I've been trying for the last several days to get it back. I uh, put some uh, software on there to try and get it back, and the software failed. And so I'm trying some other things. But uh, because of that, a lot of the stuff that I had for the show vanished. And so I'm working on uh, just a little bit of a handicap. Nothing that I can't recover from, but uh, just suffice it to say, I'm going to have to run just a little bit short on the show today because of all the things that are going on in the background. Things are okay, things are well, and uh, things are good. But, uh, you know, that's just the life of a, of a geek, right? I've got some really, really, really exciting news next week for you. You're going to want to listen to that for sure. Um, but don't forget now to get your submissions in for the Lifespring theme. Unless you just really love this music so much that you just can't stand to see it go away. But <laughs> for me, it's, I, I would like to see a change. I don't know about you. So anyway, this is Steve Webb. I'm your friend. I'm so glad you're here. I'm I'm, uh, glad you're part of the family. And I will see you next week or later on in this week with some of the other LifeSpring shows. God bless you. This has been an In Touch Productions podcast. The best and the brightest, served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, Podshow and Limelight. 